All right, let's go over the facts of the case again. So his name is Sylvester Cooper Smith. He's a former uh, soccer player, but then he got injured. You wouldn't have to know of any places where drug addicts or meth labs would be. Uh, Rosetta Common is a young woman. She grew up in a not-so-great situation. Um, Her dad was involved with some shady stuff. Okay, I understand, but do you have any form of ID on you whatsoever? And I Credit hand card, him my library even? card. Uh, that'll work. It's got a work. fake name on it. Okay, uh, what is the fake name? <laughs> the, the fake name is Rochelle Stone. We were coming from um, Sandra's house, and I point to Desdemona. Sometimes Jack helps me, no, that's bad. <laughs> we don't know exactly what Jack is. <laughs> you are finally able to get a better look at this thing. It's not humanoid. The details you particularly make out, some of these limbs seem to be wrapped directly around Desdemona's neck as if choking her. Um, you're bleeding? Shit, Emma? Their nose is also bleeding. Are you okay, Cagney? Are you? By the way, gross. <laughs> so where'd we leave off? Um, so where we left off was you were in four corners of the earth and you had gotten a text from your counselor, yeah. the one that you'd set, got special arrangement with uh, Sylvester, uh, through Sylvester rather, uh, saying like emergency ch- sesh 3 p.m. And Sylvester had gotten a work email from... Uh, the psychology dean uh, suggesting that uh, that student in their department that they know was acting erratically. Before we get into the scenes at the college, I wanted to bring up uh, something that I think Roe can be doing and spending some time working on. Okay. Uh, Roe, now that you know that the problem is meth wendigos, I had to think. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure I said it right. Now that you know that you have uh, a problem with uh, that, you might think that this could be, there could be something related to, uh, well, obviously drug running and criminal activity, which you do happen to know that your father's criminal stuff was involved in uh, mm-hmm. drug running in the Northeast. So you don't know if there's any relation to uh, to your your father or his activities, but that is something that you could spend some time trying to determine. So that's part of the reason I asked if there was any identifiable kind of things found. Um, I want to, at least I was thinking, I get a list of people who have gone missing and may be related, and investigate more into that but also i was hoping as a row maybe i could 
come up with a way to talk to the families and put their mind at ease for, you know, their missing relative. But I was definitely thinking of, okay, where, where is this leading, like, longer term with the, the drug thing? So, okay. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I think, mildly homebrew the way that Contacts works. So if you want to do some investigating uh, with people that you can still talk to, uh, you can roll a contacts roll. And I'm going to be doing this sort of like thaumaturgy, I think. It's it's not totally like thaumaturgy. It doesn't map one-to-one. But um, I'll give you a difficulty, and I'll give you a uh, a time that it's going to take for you to get uh, the information you need. And if you match, it's going to just take that time. And if you go below that number, that many time increments more is necessary. Okay. So I'm going to start it at an afternoon, uh, which would be basically take you out of any scenes for the rest of the day. So I think having giving people stuff to do for the rest of the day is probably good because we can just get through that and get to the next day as well. But mm-hmm. um, since it's going to be base and afternoon, if you are off by one, it's going to bump to a day. If you're off by two, it's going to bump to a few days and then a week, a few weeks, and so on. Okay. So, all right. I'm going to say that the information that you need... Uh, because you are trying to figure out who is moving what drugs in this region. That's going to be kind of not easy information to come by. So I'm going to say that that is a difficulty of four. And you're going to roll against that with contacts. Okay. Okay. So it looks like the information you need is going to take a week. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I'm going to use the not my father's son aspect and hope that um because i'm not my father's son but i've experienced a lot of the ways that he does things i can kind of find an easier way to get the information i need okay does that work i will i will accept this as a justification for bumping your zero up to a plus two. Heck yeah. So so that's a three on your contacts, which means it's going to, you're not going to get the best info. Uh, it, you will get the info that you are trying to get, but it's inelegant and it's going to take you an entire day's worth of effort. I'll take it. Okay. Uh, everyone, don't forget that there was... Uh, a refresh there because we did take a break uh, for between sessions. So I think, yeah, I think the, uh, the level of uh, conflict uh, and drama of trying to resolve certain things and getting in information and answers, I'll say that that necessitates a, uh, um, a little minor refresh as well. So yeah, more fate points for you. Enjoy. So to clarify with the refresh real quick, is it the adjusted refresh plus whatever was left over from last session? Yes. Whatever you cool. haven't used for fate points just stays in your, your pool. Sweet. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's that's part of the whole using the trouble is I'm offering to buff up your pool of available hit points, uh, not hit points, fate points for later when you might need them more. Ooh, oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I, okay, I'm not going to do that right now. <laughs> I just had a terrible, awful, evil idea and note the, the Grinch mouth curl happening. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So that's an idea that we can deal with later. Uh, Desdemona, Christine rather, Desdemona doesn't necessarily know that's going to take Ro a day to do what she needs to do. Um, but in the intervening scenes, do you have anything that you really are going to be doing or working on? Um, nothing other than what I already had planned for the day, I suppose. All right. And remind me what you were planning on doing today. Um, I was planning on, you know, taking in any, uh, walk-in clients, um, and, uh, stress cleaning the house and possibly thinking about ways to improve the wards on my house. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> that makes sense. Uh, cool. I think we should move into the sort of uh, happening at the same time scenes between Albion and Sylvester and the people they're meeting at the university. Are you going to drive over together? I mean, might as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Makes sense. So you arrive at the uh, medical school at the University of Vermont. You're both heading to the same area, but to different rooms, obviously. Um, Albion. Yep. Uh, you arrive uh, to meet Cagney at the office space that they've sort of co-opted for these, mm-hmm. um, uh, for these sort of makeshift counseling sessions. And... Um, I assume you knock and are let in, and uh, Cagney seems to be definitely a little on edge, but like a person who's trying to keep calm and control, uh, keep in control of themselves. But you can tell that they're uh, that they're a little tense and uh, on edge about something. Hey there, Cag. Wasn't expecting another appointment so soon. Uh, How's it going? Oh, yeah, yeah. We don't usually have them back to back. You know, it's it's been sparse over the last few months, but uh, you know, only whenever we have time. You know, thank thank your uh, your buddy Dr. Cooper Smith there for <laughs> getting this to even happen at all. Um, but yeah, normally we don't have two back to back. Um, but I did have to ask is there anything that you should tell me about that you haven't yet hey Cagney we should uh yeah we should talk you see them just sort of idly fidgeting with a Newton's cradle on the desk Mm mhm well that is what we're here for so, what would you like to talk about, Albion? Why don't I let you ask the questions? You seem to have something specific in mind. Well, I try not to... Hmm. I try to let the person that I am working with kind of lead the session, and I can guide 
uh, as necessary. I feel like it's so much easier for you to open up if it's you directing it. All right. <clears throat> they, uh, they sort of set the Newton's cradle to stop. So this ain't actual sessions. So I don't know how much doctor-patient confidentiality applies here. Oh, it's it's it would be unethical for me to do anything other than proper doctor-patient confidentiality. All right. And honestly, I have a feeling you uh that you might know where this conversation's headed based on some uh, observations I made. So, uh... That's, that's interesting. I'd actually like to ask you, where do you think this conversation is heading? Well, uh, let's cross that bridge when we get there. No, actually, I think I'd like to cross that bridge right now. You know that these dreams of in heaven ain't just dreams, don't you? <clears throat> okay. Well, what are they then? And please, don't lie to me this time. In that case, I'm going to have to ask you to be 100% honest with me as well, Cagney. Well, that's that's where the difficulty of this comes in. I have been nothing but honest with you. However, from well, day one, you haven't been honest with me. Cagney, here's the thing. You've been honest with me because I haven't had to ask you uh, questions that are probably going to come up from this conversation. Here's the thing, though. Believe it or not, even given what I'm about to suggest, I trust you. Because I have reason to. Kag, I think I... you might not exactly be totally in the dark on this either. I think you might know as well as I do that a lot of what I've been talking about is just the way the world is. Uh, they, they stop you. You, I don't know what you're afraid of right now, but it shouldn't be me. I'm nervous about a lot of things, Cagney. I'm nervous that I'm wrong and you're just going to think I'm crazy. I'm nervous I might just be fucking crazy. But I... I saw your eyes when things were wrapping up last time. I've seen that very rarely in other cases, what I saw. Cagney, I'm a monster hunter. There's things that go bump in the night. I make sure they don't bump twice. A lot of these dreams I've been having where I fight these things, that stuff that has left... Very real, very physical scars on me. Fuck, I can show you. 
I don't think that will be necessary because you're you're finally telling the truth. Gag. You're one of them, aren't you? They look a little confused. Wait, one of what? You're not totally human. I suspect. Uh, no, I, I am. Then what happened with your eyes? <clears throat> All right. You're... You're an intelligent person. Yeah? No, I don't give it too much credit. I'm from fucking Oklahoma. And so are a lot of wonderfully intelligent people. Don't be so down on yourself. You're using humor as deflection from tension. I know. Look, I want you to think very carefully about some things and try to come to a conclusion on this your own. This is literally what counseling is about. And right now, I'm... <laughs> this is kind of weird, but put the pieces together. You remember um, that they just called you out for having never been honest with them from day one. Yeah. Uh, you recall that uh, when you had a nosebleed and your eyes were dilated, so were theirs in very much the same manner. Yeah. And um, you're starting to recollect uh, now that they have accused you of never being honest uh, times when you have said things and their posture has shifted in ways that were very subtle, but now you're starting to remember uh, that they seem to be reacting to things that you weren't saying. Like when you were describing certain things that were genuinely terrifying, they, you start realizing that without noticing it, they were tensing up. All right, I'm going to make a lore roll. Go for it. This is going to be a difficulty four. That is a six. But, okay. Uh, fantastic. I got all fours. Wow. Okay. Um, all pluses, rather. Yeah. I, yeah, you rolled four pluses. So... Before I reveal what the result of that is, we're going to the scene that is happening simultaneously. Oh, you bastard! <clears throat> Racking of the tension. Uh, Sylvester, you have arrived at the office of the Dean of uh, Psychology, uh, Dr. Wen. N-G-U-Y-E-N. You, I assume, knock and she uh, ushers you in. Ah, Sylvester, it's so good to see you. Hey, Dr. Wynn. How's things? Oh, things are, I guess, a little confusing uh, at the moment. Maybe a little stressed out. You know, end of winter break, ramping up for a uh, new semester. Ships start surfacing in the lake. Who knows? 
Yeah. Weird stuff. Little, yeah, suppose a little more little more odd and stressful than a normal start to a semester. So I wondered if any of that was affecting our friend Cagney. What would make you suggest that? Well, I know that you and Cagney have a bit of a friendship. Um, uh, definitely have, uh, you know, understand that you two are familiar with each other and, and rather friendly. I think, I think uh, they had a class with you at one point and you got on uh, pretty well. But uh, Cagney has been behaving a little unusually uh they uh i i've i've had some of the uh some of the other folks around campus just happen to have mentioned that uh they they happened to speak to them or see them and notice that they were behaving a little differently than normal uh for the past couple of months there's been a bit of uh agitation uh that the uh their professors have noticed uh, it's, it's been getting a little more and more significant to the point where it is starting to affect their classwork. So hmm. yes, uh, especially in the last month or so, uh, I didn't know uh, I've been trying to talk to various people. We, we care about our students here and their well being, And uh, when someone is behaving a little anomalously, well, I figured I might as well interview a few people. Makes sense. Yeah. Most recently, uh, it, it seems to have come to a bit of a head yesterday and earlier today. Um, they, uh, somebody noticed them sort of moving quickly down, uh, down one of the hallways, uh, sort of preoccupied. Uh, it seemed like they may have been wiping away blood from their face. Uh, not totally sure. Uh, uh, Theirs they, but, someone else's? Well, we don't, we don't know for sure if they were, but that's the, uh, the, the faculty that saw them said that they looked like they were wiping blood away from their nose. So a nosebleed? Is that yes, potentially. But moving rather, you know, it, it sort of rapidly away as if to suggest that they were in some sort of distress. And they, uh, the, the professor tried to stop them, but uh, they were, they just continued unimpeded. I mean, uh, it's, I mean, is there any other reason? Because it just sounds like they had a nosebleed and they were trying to run to the bathroom and... You know, obviously they wouldn't stop for anybody if you're bleeding your nose all over the place. You've got to stuff tissues up that. So I guess my question would be, uh, Dr. Wynn, um, do you have anything that has a little more weight to it? Or maybe, I don't know, some... I guess maybe if there are like security tape footage that kind of matches some of this weird stuff. Something more I can work with, I suppose. That's a little weird, but I'm just... Just saying it well, just sounds a little thin. Yes. The, there have been other faculty that have uh, mentioned seeing them sort of uh, pacing nervously, uh, talking to themselves, or other 
somewhat erratic behavior, but I suppose we can we can cut past some of that. They also noticed a uh, an individual uh, who's doesn't seem to be a student uh, having left the campus. Uh, apparently, the same faculty person saw this um, this individual sort of. I don't know who they were, in fact, uh, leaving shortly before Cagney, and they also seemed to be in distress. Hmm. Now, uh, I did a little asking, and it seems like somebody has actually seen you and that person together before, because when uh, a different faculty member that I asked about Cagney... Uh, mentioned them. They mentioned having seen you and them in the same place before. I think you know where this is going. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. I'm asking you, where is this going? Yeah, so the thing is, I have a friend who's been through a lot of stuff. He's a, he was, he's a veteran who was deployed overseas, he came back with a lot of, you know, PTSD and the like, so I know that he can't afford uh, insurance because of the VA just being the VA. And so I figured I would try to do him a solid and have, I guess, Cagney help him with some of his, you know, baggage, because I figured it would be good for the two of them. Since I know, I know who he is, and I know he's not going to pull any crazy shit. <laughs> And pardon my French. And pardoned. And um, I know who they are, and I know that um, they, you know, could use the experience. And I know that they're good at what they do, even if they're green. So, yeah, I think the person in question you're talking about is my friend, but I don't think he did anything to them. If that's what you're implying about the nose. About the blood that sounds is that what you're implying i'm gonna have you roll deceit because there is some lie in there yeah but <laughs> because you're definitely couching a lot of it in the truth i'm gonna say that there is a tag on the scene uh that you are uh, mostly telling the truth and using it to conveniently cover that lie shit i have no deceit <laughs> well they uh i'm gonna be I'm going to take that the the tag is mostly that um, they mostly trust you. Like, they they have a healthy respect and rapport with you. Okay. So, um, they're rolling at a minus two, pretty much. Okay. Ha! Tag Uh, an aspect, please. (laughs) I don't need to go to jail. (laughs) Well, uh, what was your your total there, Sylvester? (laughs) Uh, I guess negative one. <laughs> okay. They, but they trust me because it's a minus two, so isn't that a pass anyway? I have rolled for them, and they rolled minus two on the dice, minus two more. Okay, great. <laughs> Unfortunately, that means they still beat you by one. No, Darius yes. added a minus two to his roll. They are they are literally the dean of psychia- of the psychiatry, psychology department. They have a good empathy. <laughs> <laughs> I only have a one so, for empathy. <laughs> so if you want to, no, you Michael, can... hold on. 
He what? Darius. Oh, no, never mind. I was reading it wrong. So if you want to, you can definitely throw a fate point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What fate point are you going, or what aspect are you going to tag to sell a lie that is mostly the truth, but there's a particularly bold lie in it? Three-legged horse. All right, justify. Ah, uh, shit, I forgot three-legged horses. <laughs> it, it, honestly, you can use the name of it as a springboard for pretty much whatever. Okay. This is the way that this mechanic works is you have a bunch of aspects with names and you can use those as a springboard into bullshitting me. Okay. So I've been through some traumatic injury junk and I got better at it. You are probably, you already kind of know the story already. Dr. Wynn, um, you know, former, uh, former major league soccer player, Almost major league soccer player. Probably might have made World Cup. Uh, got injured. Came a doctor instead. Here we are. So my friend has been down a similar path, both of them. And, well, I figured I was trying to do my two friends a solid because I really didn't want them to go through the, well, the, the depressing heartache that I've been through. So, I mean, if, you know, something bad happened from them, it's, that's really what it is. Okay. I, Dr. Cooper Smith, I do trust your judgment. I, I, and I respect your decision. I think that what you're doing is a very, I think it's very kind, and I think that you are definitely operating with the best intent at heart. Uh, in fact, this is this might be the sweetest thing I've ever heard of you doing. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. But I feel as though you should have consulted with me first. You're right, and I apologize for that. Yep, we just want to make sure that we are holding ourselves to the highest ethical standards possible. And yes, I don't begrudge you, and I'm not going to I'm not going to make any sort of big deal out of this, but in the future, just make sure that you consult with me first, all right? I will. Okay, because Cagney is my student, after all. Yes, of course. Very well. Well, I believe we've uh, gotten to the heart of the matter, so... Uh, I thank you for your time, and I will be interviewing uh, Cagney about this uh, as well. And okay. I will say it is entirely possible that this could result in no more future visits from your uh, veteran friend, unless I am thoroughly convinced by Cagney of uh, to continue letting them uh, gather real-world experience. If they're able to convince me of that, then fine. But it seems likely that perhaps no more uh, uh, no more visits with this particular individual and any further work study, I suppose, should be approved through me. Understood. And we cut back to Cagney. And the results of my role. I've always been able to feel 
what other people feel. You think that Cagney has a minor talent. You think they're Holy an empath. Holy shit, I misread this situation entirely. What? Oh. I... I can feel the relief. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so... Alright, holy shit. Um, I thought you might be a white court vampire. I don't know if you know what that is, but, uh... Holy shit, this is way... Easier to swallow. They look at you confused. A... A what? Ah, uh, shit. Okay, uh... So, um... Yeah, um... They are... Uh... So vampires are real. First of all. Gotta drop that bomb on you. Uh, second of all, some of them feed on emotion. And, uh, I figured, and that makes them have sort of an empathic uh, nature naturally. So I, f I thought that, uh, that was what was going on there. I did not, I didn't, it somehow did not occur to me that you might just be an empath. Cagney just sort of stares at you for a moment blinking mouth slightly agape I told you I hunt monsters and there are a lot of different kinds of monster well I uh, I but, I definitely know that y you think you're telling the truth at the very least like I said I got scars to show for it <clears throat> okay um perhaps we should pick this up uh um an another time um i th i feel like there's a lot to unpack before uh, we from before we do that um it is my responsibility now that I... No, I, I have I have to ask you a couple things, Cag. Um, do you know anyone else that has talents like yours in the area? Because there are others. And uh, you don't have to go through this alone. I can, I can give you a phone number. I can get you in touch. There's a whole lot of people actually out there who might be able to help you make more sense of some of this, who might have kind of guide you and uh kind of help you figure things out a little bit with uh your place in the wider world of this kind of thing uh, I just I I just had to find out by growing up that other people didn't feel what other people felt the same way that you're suggesting something very Outside of my scope of under uh, understanding, there, um, uh, Al Albion. I will give you a choice on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a matrix on you. I can either leave it at this, where uh, you uh, you kind of limit your window on this and uh, stay hopefully blissfully unaware, or I can. Help you open your door to the wider world of this kind of thing. How about we discuss this 
Um, I have some time to think about the things you are suggesting very, very honestly um, to me. <clears throat> and I have a little little bit of time to uh, uh, sort of digest what uh, what you are saying and suggesting. Um, and uh, we just set another uh, how about a week from to oh hold on. Uh, they get out their phone to look at their calendar and they notice that they have an email. Uh, and they they sort of look up at you and say, yeah, ne- next week I'll I'll get you a better idea of a of, of time, but I I actually have to go. I just hold out Desdemona's business card. Thank, um, thanks. Um, uh, uh, now I know you might be wondering now why is he handing you the business card for a psychic? Waterworld. There's your line to it. She's okay, good people. Well, She'll understand. Um, they 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 put it away in a in a pocket and say, I, I have to go meet with the dean. Um, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Okay. You watch out for yourself. All right. Yeah. Uh, you do too. And Alvin just kind of gives them a nod and then leaves. All right. Shoots Des a text saying. Okay, what's wrong? Not vampire, just empath. (laughs) Hi, everybody. It's Michael, your game master. I'm bad with words this week, so nothing else special. Yep, bad with words. Thank you so much for listening to the fifth episode of our podcast. That's that's so many episodes. I can count. I, I almost have to use two hands. Has anyone ever had more episodes of a podcast than that before? Oh, man. Oh, wait. No, I, I just checked. Uh, our friends over at the Rule of Cool podcast, a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast that is occasionally inappropriate and frequently distracted. No, they have uh, 68 episodes. Uh, 59 of those are main series episodes, which leaves, oh, hold on, nope, I'm bad at math and words today, nine episodes of side scenarios. So, yeah, they've put in the work. Uh, they, uh, they're very, very fun. Uh, I enjoy them quite a bit. Our friend Jay, who, uh, tweeted about the show previously, plays a character named Vaughn, a half-elf sorcerer with a secret identity of Thomas Atwell Urgy, which is just a fantastic D&D pun. I, I love it. You can go follow them on Twitter at uh, Rule of Coolcast. Speaking of, we have a Twitter, obviously, GMMcast, but now we have a Facebook page, and it's over 100 people that like it already, which, I mean, that kind of blows my mind, actually, a little bit. Because uh, we're just doing this to have fun, and the fact that anybody listens is wonderful. So, uh, again, huge, huge thanks. Cannot say enough. Uh, we also have a Discord server now, and all of these links can be found in the episode description. So, come on, join the fun. Talk to us. We're actually active in the Discord. We'll chat at you and share memes and whatever. 
As always, a huge thanks to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting our humble show. Uh, there are so many wonderful programs on there like Avocado Toast and Home Viewing. And I started listening to Sorted recently, which is just... I just love this concept of let's take media properties and sort them into Hogwarts houses. Uh, it's very good. Obviously, Dipper from uh, Gravity Falls is a Ravenclaw, and Mabel is, I mean, she's such a Slytherin. So uh, go check them out. I'll probably put the ad for them right here. Hey, Alex, you love Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Want to listen to a new Harry Potter podcast? No. Oh. But Sorted is not a Harry Potter podcast, but instead a podcast about everything else viewed through the lens of Harry Potter. Cool. What does that mean? It means we're going to sort things. Ash Ketchum's a Slytherin. Shrek's a Gryffindor. Your dog is a Hufflepuff. And all Ravenclaws are robots. Come check out Sorted, not a Harry Potter podcast. On the Pocket Podcast Network. Row. Yes. So. I am going to offer you a fate point. Okay. Uh, because I think there is a natural complication of the things that you are attempting to do. Uh, you're attempting to reach out to criminal contacts in and around the area. And I think that um, at some point in the evening, you are trying to meet with somebody uh, to get some information. And this could go swimmingly if you throw a fate point my way, or I can give you a fate point for you to have an encounter with Detective Sergeant Ditko, I the fellow that you oh. met on the, on the docks. Yeah, he thinks my name is Rochelle Stone. Okay, I will take it. <laughs> You're going to take the fate point? So we're going to have a scene now with you and the detective, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, you are heading to meet someone uh, down at a creperie down near the waterfront. The skinny pancake. Yes, this is pancake. a real place. Yes, the skinny pancake. It's a real place. That name is uh, so on the nose, and I need to eat there next time we're in Burlington. Absolutely. If we go back there, we'll visit quarterstaff games and get a crepe. <laughs> I mean, so, Jelly's coming up in January. All right. But uh, so as you are approaching the waterfront, uh, you see a familiar face and that familiar face sees your familiar face. And before you can properly duck into the creperie and out of their sight, you hear Miss Stone. If I could borrow you for a minute. Hey, detective. Uh, long time no see. What's the haps? Mm. Yeah. I uh, just figured uh, I might have some follow-up questions from yesterday morning. Have uh, you? Uh, do you have any follow-up questions for me before we uh, before we start? Uh, yeah. How How have you been? How was uh, the family? Okay, definitely th uh, meant related to the, definitely meant related to the case. Uh, so that's nice. Uh, glad that you care about that. But let's focus on, and he sort of waves to behind him, the 
the time that you were at the uh, waterfront yesterday morning uh, as a ship was apparently being summoned from the depths. Yeah, did you ever uh, figure out what that was? Like college kids, a group of dads trying to impress their, or stepdads, just like trying to impress their kids? You, uh, you got a real fun sarcastic streak, don't you? It's going to make this whole thing so much more entertaining. Noah, what's up? What can I help you with? Currently, people think weather anomaly, but we we noticed that there were, uh, well, still not quite sure what you were actually doing there, and uh, still not 100% certain why uh, any of you four were at the scene of a rather bizarre weather anomaly apparently um can't quite fathom what was going on there uh and i definitely noticed one of you um interacting with some sort of object uh that i believe you took from the scene so just figured i might follow up on what that was um I honestly can't say I know what you're talking about. I know that I went immediately home afterwards and hung out with my cat. So unless what someone took was a cat toy, I can't really help you there, bud. You're going to have to roll a deceit for that. Yeah, I figured. It's okay. You're good at that. (laughs) That's a four. And you got a what? What's your total? That's a four. Okay. Okay. Uh, wow. Good job tying. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, now, I don't understand, uh, I, I know that it wasn't you who picked up the item, and I appreciate your willingness to try to cover for one of your friends. I believe that you went right home. However, I don't know about your friend who took whatever that item was. Do you happen to know what the item in question was? I can't say I do. I only know my uh, one associate, Sandra, as you heard uh, her house was being renovated. Um, The other folks I kind of just met, they're uh, friends of hers, so I don't really know them or their situations or what they may or may not have taken from a crime scene, question mark? You actually happen to know exactly what they took, so deceit, please. Okay. Another four. Well, <laughs> another four. Uh, well, you have beaten them by more than one, so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I <clears throat> I understand uh, that's unfortunate that you don't have to know what was taken. Would you... Would you mind... Hmm. It's. I don't think I should be asking a civilian to issue a warrant, um, but um, <laughs> is it possible that we could get in, in touch with your friend? I mean, I can't make any promises, but um, next time I see her, I can ask her about it. What, uh, what was taken? That's literally what I'm trying to find out from you. <laughs> Oh, so we're both on the same page of not being involved. Got it. 
Oh, you are a fun one. Yes, I remember you're the one that asked for my asked for my badge number. <laughs> well then. Look. I don't know too much. I, I clearly don't know you. I don't know who you are. But um Miss Stone? Uh-huh. He seems to say the name with uh, a little bit of doubt. Yes, sir. <clears throat> you know where your friend lives, correct? I know a general area. I typically uh, don't pay attention. I'm a little directionally challenged. But you've been there before, correct? Mm-hmm. I'm afraid I couldn't give you directions, though. But you'd recognize you'd recognize it if you were, say, in the back of a patrol car. Oh crap. Um I mean, maybe I I guess so, but I've actually uh I've gotta pick up some food and then I've headed off to a uh, doctor's appointment, so I really don't have time right now. That's okay. Uh we can grab food on the way if you need. Okay, I have a very important doctor's appointment. It's a follow-up. Uh, kind of can't miss it. Mm-hmm. They can reschedule. Oh no. Um. I'm I'm curious as to what the uh, follow-up is for. Um, I had a uh, a hospital visit not too long ago, and have what's um. It's just a, a condition, a genetic condition in my family, so I just have to go for a follow-up to just make sure that my personal private information, um, you know, that I'm taking care of. I don't really feel like disclosing that, because it's, again, personal and private. Uh, give me a big old deceit roll. Wow, you keep rolling flat <laughs> zeros, huh? Fours across the board. Okay. All right. Let's say that I do, in fact, believe that you uh, that you have to go do these things. Um, could I could I see your uh, can I see your license again? Oh, yep. Still don't have a license. It's my uh, library card. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so nothing. <laughs> nothing with your address on it, huh? Uh, no. Library card should have my address. My fake address. We have to pay her what? bail, aren't we? <laughs> Could I get your address, ma'am? Yep, it's a uh, fifty-six North Shore Road, Burlington, Vermont, the greatest town in the world. All right, you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to roll a deception a deceit on that. Um, great, I. I'm so mad. (laughs) (laughs) I roll. The detective sergeant rolled a minus three uh, on their dice, and you rolled a plus one on your dice. Yeah. That is unfathomable. (laughs) Unfathomable. (laughs) Now I have to justify that. This is a thing that they believe. <laughs> it's unfucking imaginable. All I did was give him my address. It's did a real place. Did you give him your? No, yeah, it's not the real it... address. 
Okay. Can we just um, say it's the address to like a friggin' Seven <laughs> Eleven? So, uh, so, so when I have an officer show up there uh, later tonight for some follow up <sighs> questions, you know, just a simple follow up checkup. PO box. Uh, they'll they'll find uh, they'll find you there. Correct. I mean, provided I'm home, I might have to work, but I don't know. You don't know if you're going to have to work. I'm on call tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, you are such a shit. You're welcome. (laughs) And you have actually opened the door for this follow-up question. No! (laughs) Where do you work? Uh, Yes, what is your... And what is your place of employment, Miss Stone? We may need to follow up with you there. Oh my god, I am so tempted to throw a point, <laughs> fate point to have Albie and show up and be like, Well, howdy, can I interrupt <laughs> and distract you? I work at a uh, soup shop towards the center of town. Um, it's a newer bistro. <laughs> I see. Um, and the name of this soup shop, this bistro? Should it's I called, throw a, should I throw it's a called Zabby's Elfinstone. <laughs> I'm sorry, say that again? Zabby's Elf and Stone. Oh my god, that real place. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> roll deceit. Oh god, where's the rolls? Oh no, the rolls aren't showing up. Oh no! Dice roller no. bot. Can I just say it's a 20? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. Um, oh. Oh, interesting. Oh, so no. you got a plus one, <laughs> and he got a plus three. Oh, no. Okay. Well, I'm glad mm-hmm. I have to busy two different officers with their time tonight. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> if they don't find you at that address, then I'm... Sure that they can just find you at your place of employment for some follow-up questions. That should be correct. Also, side note, guys, tonight's the night to commit crimes because all the cops are busy looking for me. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is a perfect time to cook meth. I can keep going if you want. How many cops do you got? <laughs> That's not I also might be at the gym. That's here. I also might feel like going to a movie. Here's the address of the movie theater. Maybe I'll just need to take a poop. Here's the address of my favorite public bathroom. <laughs> oh man! You Twelve officers that... are like, she's not here. She's not here either. I thought it was her, but it was just some homeless person in the bathroom. <laughs> this is her favorite public fact... restroom. It's a mess. I love the fact that. You're interacting with a person who can't necessarily ask you about certain things unless they have suspicion to do so, and then you keep giving it to them. (laughs) But none of it's correct. Yeah, so you are definitely heading to get arrested at some (laughs) point. On what charges, though? Because I'll just keep confusing Um, him. You are currently lying to the police. So that's obstruction. That's not a crime. Uh, it is literally a crime. Obstruction of justice. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I beg to differ, officer. 
<laughs> this is not him talking. This is me. You're no, I know. Game master talking to you when <laughs> about the fact that Roe is currently committing a lot of obstruction of justice and is okay. really likely going to get caught on it. You cannot okay. be arrested of- for being an idiot. It's fine. Well, however, Albie, this it's absolutely- like a big difference. <laughs> Uh, this 100% plays into the fact that we are going off of your trouble aspect of you have no power over me for this yeah. fate point that you're earning. Yeah. So, Honestly, I, kinda, I really want to spend the fate point to show up, but I also don't want to step on your toes. <laughs> All right. I mean, we can just deal with the ramifications of this now. Not now, <laughs> but I'm okay with that. I have to move out of Vermont ASAP. <laughs> Bro, the words, am I being detained? Those are the words you use. Actually, oh, now that man. I think about it, did I, did we ever get his badge number? We do. I have it. Because I think I have it somewhere. I just don't know where the paper is. But uh, Oh, I didn't give you a real badge number. in, in uh, You got the badge number in-universe. I didn't actually make one up. Ah. Well, you might have to do that soon. <laughs> Oh my god, why? No, I'm kidding, it's fine. Um, so, Officer, Sergeant, Chief of Police, Deputy Ditko. Um, hey, I got a jet man, but, uh, I would love to have this chat again if you, uh, ever want to catch up, but, like, I have to go now. Well, then, I look forward to seeing you tonight. I'll see you around, bud. He returns to uh, he returns to what he was doing, and you are able to meet your contact in the crapery. Now, Ro, how how are you going to avoid the police? Um, <laughs> you know what? We can deal with the fallout of that a little bit later. I guess uh, out of game question is uh, Desdemona. Is there any any significant thing that you're planning on doing today? Um, I didn't have any significant plans now. Okay, because this episode has completely lacked you. It's okay. I mean, I'd prefer it didn't. I mean, Albie can um, talk to her about Jack. I can help Des get arrested. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. Well, do you do you need an alibi, Ro? <laughs> Actually, I might. Thanks. <laughs> I feel like yes. Let's go to let's go to uh, Albion and Desdemona. And does Sylvester want to be there because you did take the same car? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. All right. So, so the uh, just say she was an intern. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> As the door shuts behind Roe on the creperie, the door opens at Desdemona's house. And Albion and Sylvester come in and reconvene. Hey, hey, Des. Oh, hello. Hey, um, so 
I'm sure you got my text. Good news, my therapist is not a vampire. Uh, they are just an empath. I also gave them your number because uh, they did not realize that uh, they are uh, that they're magic and that there's a whole lot of other magic people. Oh, poor hon. Yeah, so, um, I hope you don't mind me, uh, offering your services like that. You know I never do. Alright, good, because I figure if, uh, any of us are qualified for that, it is definitely you. Oh, well, thank you. Alright, I'm gonna grab myself a bottle of pop for uh, start this next conversation. Oh, well, you... Probably have your own drawer by now if you're on pop in my fridge, so go for it. <laughs> he pulls out another boilance because he just, when he saw they had that, he just bought the entire shelf out of the um, four corners and just was like, I'm taking all of this, bye! Here's money! <laughs> Albion's private reserve. <laughs> he also has a bunch of is not one to turn. Ladislav is not one to turn down um, that that kind of cash. It's like Kong's banana. I board. am, however, I am, however, going to make Albion need to roll a resources <laughs> roll for that right now. <laughs> okay, I have a resources of one, so that's a that's a two. Okay. Yep. You. This is your once per session that you can get something outside of your normal budget. And you spend it on AL eight is outside of my budget. <laughs> Uh, yeah, AL8 is outside your budget, and so is Boylan's. Yeah, so Albion just cracks open an AL8, because he needs the uh, caffeine. It's AL8-1, by the way. AL8-1. Um, because he, he's like, wait, Cracker Barrel has this? Shit! <laughs> and, uh, so he's, um, like, so, uh, there's Sylvester. Y'all remember that time we were under a bridge, uh, talking to a troll and I sort of freaked out and vomited after looking at Dez. Yep. Yes, it was disturbing. Finally, some things cleared up on that. Um, when I was talking to Cagney. I mean, I still don't know quite what it is I saw, but Dez, you got something with you. And it is not something good. So, uh... What do you mean? I I remember you were talking to yourself, muttering something like you were having a conversation with someone else, so I don't know why I had a hunch, but I opened up... Taps the middle of his forehead. Opened up my sight, and I just... I saw what was looming over you, and it was... He shivers and just flinches, and just... Take several more glugs. <sighs> Albion, what did you see? Well, I don't really know what shape it was. It had limbs, and it was just holding them onto you, and some of them were around your neck, and its face was like it was like it was some sort of mouth whispering in your ear I think I don't know huh. what it was but um, it has had me 
undeniably fucked up for for a while now. Because I cannot wipe that image out of my head. He taps his forehead again. Because you don't get that privilege with the site. You see something that's stuck in there forever. So that is bouncing around with the first person I ever watched die. So that's fun. Desdemona stops actively cleaning and just sits down and just kind of stares away. So, Des, and I want you to be completely honest with me. Who were you talking to? I only know him as Jack. All right. Uh-huh. Who is he? I don't actually know. Uh, he sort of appeared one day when I was in a crisis and helped me out of a jam. And I don't, I don't know if you've noticed, but the the words I I keep around the house and. I uh, usually kind of keep to myself for the most part, um, but I I can't get rid of him. And I've I've tried, Albion. I've I've tried so hard for a long time now, but I don't know what he is. Well, whatever he is, he is, um, a whole, a whole hell of a lot of powerful. Just looking at him, I, you saw, and it's taken me this long to have a clear mental picture of that. So what he is, is, um, I can't even begin to, uh, guess. (laughs) Fun thing is, uh. I know exactly who I would ask. And, uh, he ain't taking calls. I'm not strong enough, Albion. And he knows it. He uses that against me. He actually helps me sometimes. Kind of helped me. I mean, I'm alive because. I'm alive because of Jack. But it's not always a good thing. And I got a feeling that kind of help don't always, uh, don't come free. I don't even know what he wants. Albion goes to the fridge and slides Sylvester at ALA1 as well. In case you're not familiar, Darius, that is caffeinated ginger ale. Ooh. With a with a bit of citrus to it. Mm-hmm. It's real good, actually. I really want some now. Um, <laughs> it, is, it is my actual favorite soda. Nice. Uh, look, Des, you're plenty strong on your own. I've seen it. I don't know what the hell this thing is. But I know that, uh, this ain't a bridge you're gonna have to cross alone when we get to it. 
You got us. He gestures a hand to Sylvester. Yep. I mean, I, need I remind you, Sylvester here kicked a hag to death, so he is a <laughs> he is a scary motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Thanks, Albion. Thank you, Sylvester. Of course. And I have yet to meet a problem I cannot solve by shooting it, so, uh... Please don't shoot at my head, and don't kick my head either, please. No, 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 we'll get him out, and then we'll shoot him. Yeah, we're gonna beat him up and take his fucking lunch money. That's it. Look, whatever... I hope for your sake that he did not hear you say that. Probably only has a dollar three. I mean, while I'm here, you got your wards and Odin protects, so, uh, I'd say if he is listening, just raise his middle finger. <laughs> Albion. Yeah? I'm gonna let you make a lore roll. Your target number is eight. Oh my god. All fours, baby. What's your base lore? Two. I need to tag an aspect if I'm going to get a success here. But I, okay. I'm at six right now. Oh god, this could not have been a better time for for four pluses. Okay. How many fate points do you have? Um, I haven't used any yet, so I have like five right now. Okay. Well, that's from the last two sessions we had, so. Okay. I'm I'm going to say that since you are dealing with something that you still have a moderate mental consequence, I'm going to tag that against you, and that's going to be a four shift against you. So I'm going to have to tag three aspects to overcome that. Yeah. All right. If you want the answer to that right now, it is going to cost you three fate points. All right. I'm going to tag Protective Streak a mile long because this is Dez, and I always want to have her back. I saw it was behind the curtain. Now I hunt it. I have seen a lot of monsters. I have researched a lot of monsters, and I kill those monsters. This is no exception. And finally, hard-traveling, magic-dabbling, gunslinging monster hunter. This is what I do for a fucking living. Okay. If you tag those, the session ends right now. Do I get my answer? You will get your answer. Are you so you're willing to to pay that? You're willing to pay all those three fate points and have this particular piece of knowledge? Yes. Okay. So the answer, uh, since you are matching the challenge exactly uh you don't have any additional information if you were able to have a more notable success then you would be able to uh maybe know a little more but i i can tag one more if you are willing to give me another fate point you can and you can justify something that you think can uh Go on top of what you've got. Lone wolf and it ain't always feasible. Um, I have had to talk to people and had to uh, kind of build a group around me to even get close to 
confronting this memory, let alone make sense of it. So I think kind of bolstering myself by having two of my closest friends with me and sort of having a goal of watching out from one of them is going to be my justification for that. Okay. Give me four fate points. All right. I have one left. Okay. You, in your relatively short time as an active monster hunter, working with other monster hunters uh, around the globe, and working with various liaisons, attaches, and sometimes friends, have learned a lot about all different kinds of creatures that inhabit the, uh, the world, things that are native to our world, things that come from the never-never, all of them. And you finally work through what you saw, and you're able to clearly look at the picture of it, and you are running sort of a mental checklist of things that could possibly match what it is that you saw. And those columns keep dropping away. It doesn't seem to match with anything that you have ever encountered. From the start of your career where you saw a black cork vampire and survived and helped kill it, to the the bridge troll, the hags, the the Nixie, the, the the wild hunt even. It doesn't even match anything that you remember seeing during your harrowing encounter surviving the wild hunt. Nothing from the never-never that you've encountered even remotely lines up with the thing that you are now staring at and able to confront in your own head. You don't think that this is from our reality. Albion squeezes the bottle suddenly and just it shatters in his hand. Just Oh fuck. I figured it out. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.